Hey, welcome to the Coming Out Late Podcast. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm a late bloomer just like you. We are a part of a rapidly growing, lesser known, or even talked about subset of the queer community. We're a tribe, if you will. And if you're anything like me, when I came out, I was confused, scared. I felt like I was going crazy and I felt all alone and had nobody to talk to. Not to worry, you've come to the right place. In the Coming Out Late podcast, you'll hear real, raw, and relatable Coming Out Late stories. You'll be inspired, informed, and educated, and you'll definitely feel supported. And you can stop feeling like you're living someone else's life and start living your own. So welcome, you have found your tribe. And welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. Hey, 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 loyal listeners. How are you today? You are listening to the Coming Out Late podcast where we talk about all things related to, well, coming out later in life. I'm Robin, and I'm your hostess with the mostest of the Coming Out Late podcast. And I came out to myself at the age of 54, six years ago, and I know a thing or two about the challenges, the fears, the stress, and anxiety that comes with coming out late. So if if there's anything I know, it's coming out late and how to, well, how to dispel your fears or the myths that come along with that, and hopefully give you a little peace of mind that you're not alone, that's for sure, and that you will survive this, and all sorts of good things. In this episode, we're going to talk about the confusion that you're feeling, and we're going to talk about, have you been lying this whole time to yourself, to your spouse, to your family, to your friends? Um, We're also going to talk about the pain that we feel in this process, along with the pain that our spouses feel in this process. So, yeah, without further ado, I think we have a lot to talk about, a lot to consider. I have some things I want to bring up from the Women Loving Women support group that we run every Wednesday night. And this last one that we had was so unique in that we had almost, almost half the women that were there were new to the meeting. And God, it was, it was so moving because none of them wanted to talk. Most of them were not even on camera. And that's okay because that's, that's definitely something I stress in, in all of the meetings is that you don't have to talk. You don't have to even show your face. I just have to confirm that you're a woman because it is a woman's meeting and you can just listen the whole evening. And I really think that was the intention of most of the women that were new last night. And what's so cool is that just the dialogue that we were having amongst those of us who did want to share and who shared their stories, shared their pain, shared their confusion about this process of coming out late. And little by little, one by one, the new people raised their virtual little hands and said, hey, I'd like to come off camera and talk. I wasn't going to, but you know, I was so inspired by everyone else's stories. So it's really, really if you're if you've not been to the Women Loving Women support group yet on a Wednesday night, you've got to show up again, even if you just want to listen. 
and and not even be on camera, it's really, really worth it because we do share, you know, we share the pain. We shared celebrations in our last meeting. There were some really great celebrations. One woman was actually getting her own apartment. Um, what were some of the other celebrations? Gosh, I wrote them down. I'll have to, I'll have to look. So, you know, we don't just share the, the pain all the time. We, we do share the celebrations and things that are going well along this process. And I think someone else came out to their mom and it went really well. I mean, I was so moved and so touched by, you know, little, literally one by one, they would raise their hand and said, Hey, we weren't going to talk. There were two sets of couples there who were li- just listening newly out and weren't going to participate or talk. And, and both couples did. And it, it's just, it warms my heart to know that people are realizing that it is a safe space to to share their feelings and to share the pain and to share the confusion. And it is a confusing time. So like I said, you know, email me at comingoutlater at gmail.com if you would like the Zoom ID and password for that meeting. We meet every single Wednesday night at seven o'clock. Only difference is in two days on the 30th of March, we have a special program going on at that same time. So the Women Loving Women Support Group will not meet in two days. Instead, we're having a speaker summit where I have five speakers coming to talk to us about, well, they they all work in various different degrees, whether they are counselors, therapists, coaches, guides. Uh, they all work with women in our very situation coming out late. So they're going to each have a chance to talk for 10, 15 minutes, and then we can ask questions. So that's, that's happening in two days on March 30th. If you haven't already gotten your ticket, there are still tickets for sale. You can you know, just email me again at comingoutlater at gmail.com. I can send you the link to that so that you can sign up. If for some reason you cannot make it on Wednesday night, uh, March 30th, then we are selling the audio version of the meeting for $27 for the early bird price. The early bird price is not available anymore, but if you are not able to make the meeting and you want to purchase the audio, we will be happy to do that and send that and email it to you after the meeting. So yeah, it, so don't don't show up if you want to come just for the support group. That That link will not work in two days on March 30th, but by all means, if you think you'd like to come and listen to five different women, five professionals that deal with this every day and talk to people like us every day, I think it's worth our while. It starts at the same time, seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's a Women Loving Women Speaker Summit, and we're going to have four of those a year, one per quarter. So the next one will be in September. And because this one is on a Wednesday evening, it's hard for my UK gals to attend. So if you can't attend and you want to buy an audio, by all means do that. And also uh, the next summit in September will probably be on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon so that everybody can attend, including my UK gals. So yeah, and if you decide after the fact that you know, you'd like to get a copy of the audio, by all means, again, email me at comingoutlater at gmail.com and we'll make sure that you get a copy of that. Let's see, let's see, where should we start? You know, the word that came up a lot in the support group the other day was confusion. You know, I feel so confused about where I am. And in in this case, it's because many of the women that were speaking up were speaking up from a place where they 
kind of just came out and kind of just came out to themselves, or maybe they've known for a few months, maybe they just told their spouses, but they still feel so confused because they have children. They've been living this life for, and you know, a lot of these women, not everybody's married and with children, but many of them are. And a lot of these women that do have spouses, do have husbands for spouses, are, are as confused as the spouses are because, you know, we lived this heteronormative life, you know, for 10 years, 13 years, 18 years, and in some cases, 30 years, 32 years with a husband, you know, and it's no wonder that our husbands are baffled, you know, like what, what, like, you you know, you're just coming out now, you know, what, what does that just negate everything that we had for the last 10, 15, 20 years? And no, it doesn't, it doesn't negate it. It, it doesn't mean we like you less. It doesn't mean that we didn't want children. It doesn't mean that we didn't have good experiences and good memories. What it means is that we've been lying to ourselves, that we've been stuffing our feelings down. In many cases, at least lately, I've come across women who either have had experiences before they got married with other women, or they knew that they had crushes on other women, but just probably mostly because of religion and to satisfy and please our parents and fit into line, you know, into the heteronormative and societal conditioning of what was expected of us. We fell into line and, you know, looked around for a mate, a suitable mate, and married that person. And when, in fact, we were mostly just really, really good friends. You know, you love, you love your husband, you know, uh, as a very, very good friend. And, but that doesn't take away from the memories that the two of you have established and developed. And it doesn't take away any of the experiences that you had together. And certainly doesn't, <laughs> doesn't negate the children that you had together, if, assuming you had children together. So that's why it's, it's a really freaking confusing time. You know, it's hard to make sense of it. You, you know, here you, you have positive feelings in many cases, not all cases, but you have positive feelings towards your spouse and he's a good guy. You know how many times I've heard like he's a really good guy in the, in the, um, the most recent support group we had, I think two or three women said, you know, the next woman that gets my husband or my ex-husband is really lucky because he's a really, really good guy. And even that's confusing because here we are giving up really, really good men, like, you know, to do what, to totally flip our lives on its head, you know, and, and to completely shake our snow globes and, and see where all the snow, you know, lands. I mean, it, no wonder we're confused. You know, here, here, many, many, many of us are married to really good men and have, you know, good lives, okay lives. And, and why would we mess that up? But I think because we haven't been put on this earth to live just mediocre or okay lives. I think we're, we're meant to be on this earth to have adventures and to love our lives, love ourselves, feel proud of who we are, and, and just be the best people that we can be. And I know for me, since coming out, I have never been more elated and more confident, happier, more content with who I am, more positively just certain, just I'm just so certain who I am. And consequently, that, that translates into self-confidence and more self-awareness. I live a much more honest life, you know, and 
Several other women also confirmed that in in the meeting the other night that they've never been happier. And, you know, was it hard? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, it's hard. Most of us say it was probably the hardest year or two or three that we've ever had in our lives. It was the hardest thing to do. But everybody survives it. You know, our, our husbands survive it. And in many cases, they move on and meet other really incredible women. And our kids survive it. In many cases, our kids kind of already knew and said, yeah, we kind of knew, mom. You know, we kind of knew. Or they don't, you know, they, they just don't care. The other thing that came up, which is so touching, and one of my daughters said this to me too, that they just want us to be happy. And believe me, it doesn't matter how old they are. They know when we're not happy. They know. And one of the other comments that came from a woman in the support group and said, well, wouldn't it be better if I just stayed? You know, I'm ripping our life apart. I'm ripping our family apart. But think about it in this way that, you know, would you want your son or daughter to stay in a really unhappy marriage? I wouldn't. And not not necessarily that your marriage is so unhappy, but if you are not living life to the fullest, and it's obvious, and you are panging to have a relationship with a woman, and you're not, it's not easy to hide that. People around us know. And do we want to go on the rest of our life? Like, why, why continue? Why continue if you're just going to be living a mediocre life, settling, pleasing everybody else, and at least you think you're pleasing everyone else. I mean, you have no way of knowing what they're thinking or feeling, and you really can't control what other people think and feel. You, we only have control over what we think and feel, so we don't even know truly. And something that I've learned also is that what other people think and feel about us is none of our business. It's none of our business. It's our business, what we think and feel about ourselves. And if you're miserable, well, then you, you owe it to yourself to do something about that. And is it going to be easy? No. No, it's not going to be easy. But it's, is it worth it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, it's worth it. Your kids will survive. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll make it work. They will make it work. They'll see that you're happy. You know, I, you can't, we can't be responsible for everyone's happiness. If we make ourselves happy, just like the airline industry has said, if you put the oxygen mask on yourself first, then you're available and able to help the people around you. So, you know, in this case, you've got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first and breathe, breathe in your truth, breathe in what you really want out of life and go for it. Yeah, you're going to hurt people. Absolutely, you're going to hurt people. Your, you know, your husband or spouse or partner, number one, you may hurt the kids. They don't understand, but you know, they'll adjust and they'll adapt. And all you have to do is say one apology. That's all you owe anybody. I'm sorry. I'm hurting you. I didn't want this to happen. I didn't intend for this to happen. I didn't expect for this to happen. I didn't plan for this to happen. It just happened. It's, it's something inside of me that won't go away. It won't go away. And it won't. It will not, especially as it surfaces and, and you can feel it and know it and put a label on how you're feeling that, oh my God, I'm gay. I want to be with women. I thought I was bi, but no, I, I'm gay. I want to be with women. 
So that's a tough thing to live with for the rest of your life. And I, I don't propose you do it because it'll eat you alive from the inside out. And, you know, does it mean you need to upset the apple cart and, and really reconfigure your family structure? Yeah, it does. But nothing, nothing in life stays the same. Nothing. Everything changes. Everything, people change, situations change, feelings change. Everything changes. And there's a reason that we're coming out late, you know, for whatever, whether it was religious, a very deep religious upbringing that kept us in the closet. I know women that have confided in me who said, their parents really told them, like, you got to put that, put it aside, bury it, you know, dismiss it, do whatever you need to do, but you're not gay. You can't be gay. You're hetero. So go find yourself, you know, a guy to date and marry. And, and what do we do? We did, you know, we stuff it down. We stuff those feelings down. And in many cases, so much so, like in my case, I didn't even realize had no clue that I had attractions to women until later in my life until I don't know mid mid 40s is when I really started getting clues and it it took me I'm embarrassed to say 10 years before I finally said okay aha you're gay that explains it I was already unhappy in my marriage so it for me it it was not a decision as to whether I should stay in the marriage or not I was leaving my husband whether I discovered I was gay or not. It just wasn't working out anymore. It was really a destructive, abusive, emotionally abusive situation on both our parts. So, but, you know, it's it's worth shaking the snow globe for because you'll feel amazing once you start living your true life. Absolutely amazing. And if you're feeling amazing... Most of the people around you will feel the same. Will your parents feel happy for you? Maybe not in the beginning. Maybe they'll come around. Maybe they won't. But it's your life, not their life that you're living. And you're living it for you. We're not living our lives for, for anybody else. Just for us. And when we live our best lives, we then have a positive effect on the people around us. What else? That's all, a lot about confusion. I hope I didn't sound like I was lecturing you, but it, I feel so strongly that, you know, there's so much guilt and shame that is centered around us wanting something for ourselves. You know, even, even simple things, putting our sexuality aside, we as women are so damn conditioned to being the people pleaser and making sure everybody else around us is happy. And we are always the last ones to be considered. And I'm begging you to put yourself first. And and this doesn't mean you have to leave your husband. Let me just say that we live in really, really interesting times now where the configuration of a family can be whatever you want it to be. Assuming your spouse is cooperative and supportive of what's going on with you, then you can propose darn near anything that makes sense for your family. It doesn't mean all or nothing that you have to you have to leave your husband and you have to get divorced. The people that are afraid to get divorced and be on their own most likely need to be divorced and on your own. But in many cases when there's a very healthy relationship and the husband's supportive and 
you know, it just doesn't make sense. Or maybe you cohabitate under the same roof, but in different bedrooms, or you get, um, oh, I learned the other day from a UK friend. Oh gosh, Lou, what was it called? A granny annex? A, a granny annex? You know, maybe you find a home that has a granny annex, which, you know, whatever. The, the neat thing about living in 2022 now and coming out now is that your family can be configured however you want it to be and however your spouse wants it to be. And it doesn't matter what other people think because there are so many different types of families that are that are being configured into shapes and sizes that really work beautifully and so many and you'd be surprised too so many children know families that of divorced you know kids who who have divorced parents kids that have two mommies trans children trans adults i mean it it's really a different world that we're living in if you're afraid to disappoint your parents well you know what get over it disappoint your parents you know uh, you're you're grown ass adults and it's time that you live your life if they don't accept it well you know, they don't get to have you in their life and maybe they'll come around and maybe they won't, but you have to be willing to give up certain things in order to, to be living your, your true self and your authentic life. I mean, it just is. And I, I know you can do it too, because it, well, at some point, you know, and we joke about this in the support group, when the cork pops off the bottle and the genie's out that, that, you know, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm gay. There's no putting that genie back in the bottle. So you now have to walk around living with this genie that's out constantly tapping you on the shoulder saying, Psst, you're gay. See that woman over there? Wouldn't you like to go talk to her? Wouldn't you want to ask her to go out for coffee? <laughs> it's going to nag the hell out of you. It, it really will. So just, you know, be gentle on yourself. It's a really hard time, but do the right thing for you. Do the right thing. Model the correct relationships for your children. You know, don't stay in it for the children because they know when their parents are not getting along. They know when it's just so-so. And think about, you know, in the future, if you want your children to stay in a marriage when they're not fulfilled. Absolutely not. My goodness, I, I wouldn't want that for either of my daughters. I just wouldn't. In terms of our spouses, you know, they feel pain as well. And we're not the best person to have them lean on us because we are going through our own set of confusion and pain. But there are groups out there that are set up to help spouses. Two that had come up in our support group. One is called ourpath.org ourpathpath.org and apparently they are a support group for straight partners and straight family and friends and i'm going to see if i can get the administrator or moderator of that group on the podcast i think it would be really really a, a very worthwhile conversation to have the other one is straight spouse support group which i believe is on facebook I don't know a whole lot about that, either of them really, but that is these are two resources that have come up in our support group for our spouses because we're really not in a very good position to support them. We can be empathetic to their pain. We certainly do not need to be punching bags to their hostility. You know, they are going to have bouts of hostility and anger. 
and their feelings will run the gamut of, of, you know, why are you doing this to me and, and to us and to our family and also, you know, begging you to come back. So stay strong. I highly recommend getting a queer therapist or coach. There are a lot of really good coaches out there specifically for women coming out late. Five of them are going to be, you know, on in our speaker summit in two days. So if you'd like to come and listen and ask questions, by all means, there's still room for you to join us on Zoom. And all you have to do is email me coming out later at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to send you the link to sign up. And if you can't make it Wednesday night, March 30th, but you would like to listen to it, you can send me uh, an email as well, just with the word recording, and I will save your email address, and then I'll send you the, the PayPal account, and you can um, pay for the audio, and I will ship that off to you via email. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough time, ladies. It's a tough time, but we have each other. We have support. I've got my Facebook group, Coming Out Late Community. I, I invite you to come and join that group where there's just a ton of support. Keep listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I ask that you go in and review and rate it in Apple Podcast and subscribe and download and do all those fun things. Also, a shout out to all the women who have been buying me coffees. If you want to support me and what I'm doing, you can go to buymeacoffee.com backslash Robin Douglas, R-O-B-I-N-D-O-U-G-L-A-S-S. I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And if you want to join the support group on Wednesday nights, I also have one on Tuesday morning, or Tuesday afternoon, I'm sorry, at 1230 Eastern Standard Time called Women Helping Women. And by all means, email me at comingoutlater at gmail.com, and I would be happy to get you that Zoom information as well, in case you can't make the Wednesday evening one. We do meet on Tuesdays, every single Tuesday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time. So I think that's probably enough for this session. You're going to feel confused. You're going to feel pain. You're going to feel guilt and shame. But I say, make your apologies and move on. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. You didn't know this was going to happen. You know, I mean, you tried really hard to make things work, you know, the heteronormative way, and it just doesn't work. So, as I broadcast to you from my closet, <laughs> I say, hang in there. You're not alone. It can be a very confusing time, but you've got support everywhere. Reach out to me if you'd like. I'd be happy to hear from you. And it's better late than never. It's really better late than never because it's never too late. Love you all. Take care. If you're looking for your people, your community, and a safe place to learn and get answers to your questions, then come join the conversation. Come join us in our private Facebook group, Coming Out Late Community, because we all know it's better late than never, and it's never too late. So